0: Welcome back, everyone, to the PXP Let's Talk Success podcast. I'm your host, Dre, joined, as always, by my co-host, Paul. Hey, everybody. How are you doing today?
1: I'm well. Very good.
0: Anything exciting happened in your life recently <laughs> this week? Uh, all, kinds of things,
1: all kinds of things this week. We're, uh, we're finishing up the month of January, and so January, you know, as, as we know, all, uh, all the resolutioners mm-hmm. uh, have made their decisions to do certain things, and Um, It's the last week, last couple weeks of the month when when you really get to see who's going to follow through with different things. And Mm -hmm. it's been fun watching several come through and and follow through on the resolutions and uh, set the goals.
0: I think they say, isn't this like the National Drop Resolution Week or something this week or next (laughs) week is? (laughs) I've not heard of that. There's a number on it. There really is. Um,
1: I, I would imagine that it probably... Uh, would be a thing, yes. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, we'll see how it goes for everybody. I can't believe it's February, honestly. And I think
1: their goal needs to be not to take part in that. Right. Right. Exactly. No, right.
0: Exactly. All right. Well, do you know what the ocean said to the beach? Uh, no. Nothing. It just waved. Oh. Uh, <laughs> wave. right. You should know that, all about ocean. Waves. Was that was that it's your just, was that your
1: joke or is
2: that joke? That's cricket's uh, joke. I'm adding oh, yeah. that to the dad
0: Dad joke oh, list. Yeah. All crickets. <coughs> all right, everyone. Well, um, let's get into today's topic. Today's topic actually is another special guest. Um, we have Doctor Doug with us. Are you doing? So two doctors in the house. Doctor Dre. Doctor Doug. <laughs> I bet you didn't. And, I, yeah, and I'm just. I'm just here. And you're just Paul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but welcome, Doug.
2: Glad to be here. Tim. How are you Thanks. doing today? Doing all right. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, no problem. Um, so for everyone that doesn't know. Um, Doug and um, Natalie, they both come to uh, train here at PXP and they work really hard in there. I've seen them work hard doing their push-ups, pull-ups, all that fun stuff. So it's nice to have them here in the building and then we're going to find out a little bit about um, what they do outside of here. So I'm going to let Paul take over and um, we'll go from there.
1: Yeah, thanks, Dre. Hey, uh, Doug, um, let, let's start with, with some background stuff, right? So. You're, you're a physician, a neurologist. Can you tell us more about that and, and what you do there in that world?
2: Yeah, so I'm a, a neurologists or neuromuscular uh, specialists. So we deal with nerve trouble, muscle trouble, a lot of heritable type diseases, but also strokes, uh, autoimmune disease, like multiple sclerosis mm-hmm. and even seizures, yeah. so brain attacks. And uh, I've been doing it since, I graduated medical school in 1999 from the University of Texas. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I've been here for a while.
1: Yep. And, so you've, and, and I start with that because I want to set the the, the stage of, of your background, right? We're going to talk about a bunch of stuff in here, but you come at this from a very high-level physician, uh, neurologist perspective. Uh, we're going to find out pretty soon about your background from an athletic perspective, and then how you've really pushed those together and, and created a balm, several different types that do all kinds of things that I really want to talk about and, and share and, and share all those experiences. So come back from the, the, the physician side, I mean, some of the things that you deal with, can you give us a few examples so we can get some more detail into that side, as opposed to just yeah. neurology and musculoskeletal? I mean,
2: and dovetailing it with the, uh, like the side gig that, that Natalie runs, uh, I was, we are by definition prescribers, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's, a certain mindset that you go to the doctor and you get a prescription, but prescriptions aren't always the solution. And we always, even when you train people, you have a, what's the benefit? And what's the risk. Right. And so what I learned was that some of these things that your grandmother and great grandmother used are still workable today. We just have this, uh, we're rather beholden to the, the pharmaceutical system, uh, doc, and doctors are part of that. And so I wanted to find things that are good for you, that make your body work better the way nature intended and less so uh prescription. Cause I think prescriptions are a shortcut. Um, it does something for you that your body can do or could do for itself. And yes, if you're out of insulin, you're out of insulin, right? Your pancreas is dead and you need exogenous or prescription insulin. There's no balm essential oil or meditation that's going to fix that. Whereas for many of the things I deal with from headache, to nerve pain to restless leg those sorts of things uh you know the risk benefit yeah sure there's benefit for those but one you have to pay Mm -hmm. a lot two there are side effects and once you get to more than a certain number of medications they tend to interact with one another and and it's a multiplier not just additive so i was very at a going all the way back to the university of texas in the 90s we were compounding things in the office in urine specimen cups in just a vino or whatever hand lotion was around we we would use aquaphor we would use a, a variety of different things and to to cut straight to it that's where i learned that was in the family medicine clinic at the brady green clinic in downtown san antonio yep. is and, and i brought that forward to now i just was making it in my kitchen and it became dr doug's yeah. the
1: product and so what you've seen over the Make sure I understood all this piece of it. So, what you've seen over the years is that there are um, opportunities with your medical patients Absolutely. that they don't have to have prescription stuff to get some relief. There's other yeah. things that you've seen and done, and that we've uh, you've been able to compound. And that's mixing all kinds of chemicals, right? You can get compounded at a pharmacy. Uh, you, as and a physician, can do it in your office. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then there's obviously costs associated with that. And and you've um, Seen this stuff happening from your background, you've seen your patients, and so you're like, this is something I can do to help them that's not as cost prohibitive and gets the same similar results. Yeah, right? Yeah, so let's uh let's leave that there for a second because we're gonna come back to, to what you've created, but let's talk more about your athletic uh prowess, your athletic uh-huh. uh background. I speaking, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what was your uh what was your life in the in the sports world, in the athletics world?
2: Um, I was your typical free sport high school. Uh, varsity athlete, and uh, then I, I wrestled uh, for a brief time in college at at, at IU, and surprise, people are surprised. Actually, lettered. And I was, I I think I was just very average, but I got a letter. <laughs> um, but I was drawn towards the military because the military, it's like being on a varsity sport, and you get a paycheck every mm-hmm. two weeks and free healthcare. So I, I really thrived uh, in the military, um, and then it was actually when my kids were born. I didn't want to, I was going to see, so I didn't want to deploy and your children are a certain size and you come back after six or nine months and they're a lot bigger. Mm -hmm. And I, I, and so they're great. God bless you guys out there, guys and gals for doing that because um, I I didn't, I I didn't want that for my children. I didn't want it for myself. So I just said, well, what's, what's plan a, what's the next option. And uh, I'd always loved medic medicine, science, those sorts of things. And so my oldest daughter, who is now also a physician, when she was born, I was inspired, I had this epiphany, that I think I could help people instead of being on the tip of the spear, pulling back and, and you know, rolling up my sleeves and, and becoming a healthcare provider. And so on her birthday every year, I'm reminded why I went into medicine. It's a it's kind of a nice mm-hmm. reminder, right? It's a nice nice little yeah. flag there. And I have I have loved every minute of it. There, you know, it has its ups, it has its down. The pandemic took its toll on a lot of healthcare providers, but I'm here. I'm still practicing. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's it's really helped me integrate. You know, going through what I went through with medical school and residency, I was one of those too busy to train. How many of mm-hmm. you heard? I mean, right. mean, how many people have you had like L- that?
1: Life happens, right?
2: Right. And so, and I had to, you know, you're sitting with people, sadly in my line of work, you meet people on the worst day of their life in many mm-hmm. cases. And uh, what advice do you give them? Well, you need to quit smoking, you need to exercise more, you need to watch your diet. Well, I don't smoke, but I probably didn't, I definitely did not exercise a month. And I didn't eat as well <clears throat> as I could. And my, it's a professional liability that sleep is always compromised in my line of work yeah. and uh so i started training and i had a, a family member who wasn't very healthy and he wanted to lose weight and he wanted to exercise and i did a spartan with him and i thought i'm, I'm not in as good a shape as i thought i should be and it, it's escalated from there and uh, the bomb was a result of wet feet long distances I'm, I'm of a certain age where i can't run as fast as i used to so i have to run far and you know i was a, I don't want to say I was a 400 meter. I was I was always the uh, red, the red ribbon in the 400 meters in high school. I'm built like a fire hydrant, and so I'm just <laughs> not going to move that that yeah. fast through time and space. And uh, so I, you know, now I can do any distance, mm-hmm. flat, hilly, et cetera, With PXP under. I haven't done a race since I've been working with you, but there's a couple other trainers who have influenced me in terms of do this, not this, and it ranges from air squats to carrying heavy things. Yeah.
1: So the, your uh, athleticism growing up, you're a generalist in high school. Generalist, absolutely. Yep. And then you uh, lettered in at IU in wrestling, mm-hmm. uh, no matter how much you want to uh, poo-poo, that, that's still a, a really big deal. And then you got in the military and made some decisions and, and athletics kind of fell Behind a little bit there, yeah. Getting you, out of the
2: military it was really when it started to decay. Yeah. Got too busy to train. Yeah,
1: and then and as you got back into things, I mean, you're building stuff up and you're having similar aches and pains that most of like us have. everybody else. And mm-hmm. and sometimes those aches and pains that we get as athletes are similar to some of the symptoms that you're describing in your current patients.
2: Yeah, without a doubt, and that you know this is a whole different. Podcast, uh, you know, blog session is that the absence of exercise decreases your growth hormone, and I could tell the difference once I just started doing routine weight bearing exercise. Um, There was something that was different. It wasn't just that old feeling. I could tell that I was starting to heal those aches and pains and creaks a little bit better. Yeah,
1: and that's I want to I want to really dive into that specific piece on that that movement piece. The, the growth hormone that we all have when we hear it. And, and sometimes in, in the football world, we hear people taking growth hormone yeah. and that gives a negative connotation the because they're taking rule, too yeah. much or they're, they're supplementing it and they're, they're, they're cheating in essence. Yeah. But growth hormone is not a bad thing. You need to have some growth hormone. And when you don't do certain activities, it stops as you get older. It slows down as you get older sure and exercise is a great medicine to get that growth hormone stimulated and it come out and it controls everything. It's known as the um, master hormone, right? Yep. It, it controls everything.
2: And that's, that is why pro- professional athletes abuse it because they heal quicker. Right? Yeah. So if you have something you need to heal, exercise and when it's a whole different conversation and, and day to have there, but it's my older brother said it best. My brother is older than me. He was older than me is older than me. Mm-hmm. Um, but he looked five years younger when he was on active duty Mm -hmm. because I got out before he did. And, uh, when he stopped, we, we did a Spartan as well. My brother and I did one, um, down south and he said, I need to start doing this again. I'm getting old. And I thought, well, that's interesting. We are getting old. He goes, no, we don't stop extra. This is my brother's quote, not medical, right? He's an engineer. He says, we don't age, Or we don't stop exercising because we age. We age because we stop exercising. Mm -hmm. Because he was, he looked so much younger than me and he kind of aged past me until he picked it up again. And so I thought, you know, that, I mean, that needs to be a t-shirt because, you know, here's this guy who's not medical. It's just, in his opinion, observational. And yeah, he got through this really epic Spartan. It's one of the hardest around. And, uh, you know, that, that was his kind of fitness journey. Like he needed that to get him back into
1: it. Yeah. And we can go down that, that side even deeper, exercise in medicine. And that's a, in the, in the medical community, that's a really big push. It's been around for a, at least a decade, probably longer, but I, I became aware of it about a decade ago of, of that exercise being medicine and, and being pushed into that space. And so for our listeners out there, you guys have make some pains going on and you think that, um, you go to start moving a little bit. Oh, that makes it worse. It doesn't make it worse. Initially, you may feel, Poorly because you're not used to moving, you may feel those things. But get your tail off that couch and start start doing something, right. even if it's light, easy, gentle. As you're progressing into it, it's a big deal. That
0: was like my swim today. It, it you was, got off the
1: couch. Was, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> that, that was part of just shot up. Man. That's yeah, not started started. the gate, It right? was
0: terrible in the beginning, and then it got better as we went. That was so you definitely just described my swim.
1: Yeah, right. I
2: think that's a common thread, though. I think mm-hmm. that you know people wake up and it's like oh, I'm going to skip it today. And uh, it, it's not hard the first day you miss. It's hard to get going again the day after the day you miss, yeah. because now you're kind of getting rusty hinges, et yeah. cetera.
1: And so uh, I'm putting on my teacher hat real quick, because anytime I was teaching students that kind of stuff, I had to remind them what we just talked about, right? Mm-hmm. So we've gone through your background, yeah. um, uh, what your medical expertise is. We've talked about uh, your athletic background. We've talked about the different patients that you've seen. We've touched on a little bit about your what you're doing now or what you've done last few years of trail running that kind of stuff. I want to dig into that a little deeper and then we're going to come out of that and we're going to talk about the uh, Dr. Doug's Balm and and how it came to be and and how it can affect you and keep keep you moving and so forth. So let's talk about your trail running. What what events have you done? What distance have you done? What have you done? Oh gosh.
2: So I've done 300s
1: and uh so, post doctor so, so let's let's make sure we heard that that's not 300 Meter. meters no that's, that's 300 three miles. 100 mile yeah. trail races yep
2: yep and it's uh those are in the Cherokee national park area and if people are uh, familiar with uh, the barclays so i've done i have not done the barclays but i've done there's another event that permits you to do a loop of the barclays in conjunction with something else. Mm-hmm. So it's basically a marathon yeah. in, one, you know, in in the mountains of Tennessee. Whole different story.
1: Um, so is it, wait, wait, did you just compare a marathon to a 100-mile trail run? Uh, or are you talking about the loop of the well, Barclays? Yeah, a, a
2: Barclays is a marathon. I mean, one <laughs> loop of the Barclays pretty close yeah. to a marathon. But the, the fellow who runs, um, he's now retired from being a race director, but he put together some pretty challenging races yeah. in the mountains in the Cherokee National Park area. And it was uh, a lot of uphill. Downhill's a lot more fun. I mm-hmm. walk up.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you've done, you've, yeah three 100-mile trail events? Mm-hmm. Um, at finished. least,
2: I think at least three, I'd have to look, I mean. Well, if you've done that many, it probably affected
1: your brain cells.
2: Yeah, yeah you can look. <laughs> no, you, I mean, you go out there, sometimes it starts to get dark, you see God. Right. You, know, you, you, you right. have a religious experience, so. Yeah. But I've done, a couple 60s, so 100Ks, I've done, oh, I'll bet a couple, maybe a double digits, 50Ks, mm-hmm. and I mean, I do a 5K I do a five K a day.
1: Yeah. So, so when your patients talk to you about restless leg syndrome, or they've got some aches and pains, or they've got some muscles that aren't feeling well, or they've got these pains, you can empathize with them. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, I'm creaky. I mean, I'm, I made this stuff, our products are need-based, right? We wouldn't have them if somebody didn't say, well, I love your original miracle bomb, but I have this. Mm -hmm. And so the restless leg, you know, I'd been prescribing magnesium, but I did not know until I researched it that transdermal magnesium is superior for both headache and nerve restless leg than oral, right? And so um, Mm -hmm. I think I had to kind of leave the silo a little bit, get outside my little bubble Mm-hmm. And think a little differently. Like, why am I failing these patients? Why am I failing these trail? We call them trail family, trail colleagues. And uh, how can I make it better? And that's like we're very blessed. And that uh, Natalie's stepdad is a chemist. It's hard to get magnesium into a balm type form. It, it makes kind of a soft soap. So he guided us, and uh, then we just kind of released it into the wild to see what the trail family said, and uh, they all. The feedback was good, and we are where we are. Yeah,
1: yeah. and so we're gonna we're gonna jump into Dr. Doug's stuff now, but uh, I want to make sure I'm closing the loop on this. Sure. Um, when you were doing those hundred mile uh, trail events, um, how'd your legs feel? Uh, so I, you know, we're
2: flatlanders here in the in flyover country, and so I didn't really have the hip flexors that I was going for, and so I I struggled in some much shorter races. So I'm guessing they might have felt tired, fatigued. Yeah. Yeah, and so I did, you know, um, leg blasters if you know what those are, and that that mm-hmm. I really struggled in the mountains until I started to do. His name's Darren Ingram. Darren Ingram's um, training program, and then there's a guy who's won one of the hardest races in the world called the Ultimate Suck in Peoria, Illinois. His name's Mike Durkin. Mike Durkin kind of helped me with with some of that. But yeah, those hundred milers are no joke. Mm-hmm. I mean, they.
1: Yeah, you might, you, you might have had some uh, achiness or some cramping that might have happened along the way. All the
2: above, you know, and it's, even even with proper training, mm-hmm. I have trouble getting into the car. My hip flexors are so tired. I, I Like, you can do it until you break the tape and you exhale and you realize that your legs are numb. You can't move. Mm-hmm. And and it's so, a lot of it's, yeah. I, I guess you can do more than you think you can. That's the whole will and skill thing, but yeah.
1: yeah. Absolutely, there's a, your mind... Is- uh as a lot more powerful than your body thinks it is sometimes and, and you or talk about myself. that when
2: you talk about the lactic acid i just my brain goes some like i said i it's almost like for me i solve a lot of the world's problems when i'm out there in the dark with a headlamp mm-hmm. on but i don't think about the lactic acid buildup and i've, I've done better on my pre-treat nutrition and, and on the fly nutrition um but to do 100 you, you can't stop you have to keep probably a four mile an hour clip mm-hmm. and run for six plus just to get it done in 20 hours. I mean, that's, right. that's your goal, right? right. Yep. That's, that's hoping you slept the night before. Uh, hopeful, <laughs> hopeful. So if you walk at four, you better pick it up for the other half of that. <laughs>
1: yep, and so, so we're, we've got an athlete here who's also a physician who's feeling this ache, pain, got all this stuff going on, uh, talking to his uh, trail mates, colleagues mm-hmm. that are out there, seeing patients with certain symptoms Realize that he could prescribe him a pill, knows that that's not the best answer. There's other balms out there, but they don't do as good a job. And so you got creative because of your background and put, Absolutely. put some yeah. stuff together. Yeah. Hired a chemist. We know magnesium it helps with some cramping stuff. You could take a pill that doesn't work as well as uh, putting it on your skin and letting it rub in the transdermal stuff that he's talking mm-hmm. about. So let's, let's go into Dr. Doug's and, and the balms and so forth. Um, what was the first version that you created? Um, so I just, uh, I think I had a trail
2: conversation with somebody, and we were talking about why well, I want to coat my feet with Vaseline, and they said, don't use Vaseline because it makes grit stick to your feet, right? And so if you're going to go through wet riverbeds and things like stream streambeds, um, you're just going to turn your, your feet into 20 grit sandpaper. I'm like, oh, I bet that's true. So we thought about it, and this guy's pretty smart. He just got a PhD down in Brisbane, Australia, and uh, he... He said, uh, what about beeswax? I'm like, well, what do you, you know, you right? So then we started thinking about other products out there and, and, and those products are all great. There's red 11s, which you're probably familiar with, uh, mm-hmm. body glide. And I think all those products work, but I wanted kind of a one stop. So I came up with an answer to your question, beeswax, coconut oil, the health benefits of coconut oil off the charts. We use olive oil um, we have added in shea butter and then it, and we don't get to eat this, do we? That sounds really. You know, it's all food grade. You can, like, in a survival situation, we tell people you can eat it. We've had uh-huh. somebody make a candle out of it because he was cold, um, but it was he took a shoelace and plunked it in there uh-huh. and lit it. But uh, the, you know, those are the four base ingredients, and then we added lavender oil for the soothing quality, and it has a mild bug repellent. Um, some of the races I've done in the mountains of Vermont, those things are, it's like a B-52 coming at you. Those yeah. flies are big. And I think they bite right through our bug balm. But um, I've only gotten one tick, though. So that's that's what's interesting. And then we added peppermint oil for, for the vascular effects. Sure. And uh, one thing I always tell people is, for our product, a little goes a long way. And so I, I don't over-apply myself. But we there's a woman who did a race... She's in her sixties, and she does hundred milers a day, every other day for mm. a week. It's called Race the World or something like that. Wow. And she's running the. Me, we met her at uh, at one of the Gut Check Fitness uh, races run by Joe Decker, and uh, who is the ultimate suck race director. And uh, this woman's like, I want to, I want to show you my feet. And I'm kind of weird about feet, which is kind of a paradox <laughs> here. But I'm like, mm, yeah, oh oh that looked nice and she's like no blisters and she i forget what she taught she had run 60 miles the weekend before and so she was impressive and that's yeah you know how that feels right yeah. because people tell you paul i wouldn't be this way if it wasn't for you yeah and i'm one of them now you know it's only been a couple months but i'm so much stronger and faster than i was um did that answer your question like the
1: yeah so the first one he came up with was, was something to protect from yes, blisters. That's where right? we're going. Yeah, yeah. So we've got all these um yummy sounding ingredients in there that are yeah. um work really well for uh chafing
2: or chafing absolutely
1: blisters. You know, you know, how many of us have gone out and done something and then all of a sudden we're like, oh you get in the shower and you get this little sting or you yeah. your foot's all blistered up and that kind of stuff. So one of one of your products works really well on it.
2: Correct. That's the original, the green label. O M B and it's kind of, I like this story because I, I try to be humble. I didn't want my name on it, probably for the same reason you have PXP endurance, right? I mean, it's, I don't want to be Colonel Sanders. I love right. I love his chicken, but I, I, that's not my vibe. Um, but they were like, no, nope, Dr. Doug sounds great. People love the word doctor. And then they would say, where's Dr. Doug's miracle ball? So I didn't name it, the, the customer, the future customer. I was giving it away at this time. And uh, so then you have a miracle ball. Well, if you make two products, only one of them can be the original. So that's why it's called the original miracle balm, and that's the one we just talked about.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's you know, you've you got several different for, for those listeners. There are four different products out there that are that the we use, that I use uh, predominantly. There's more, I believe. There's what more than four.
2: There's more than four, but yeah. most people hover around really two or three.
1: Yeah. Well, there's four versions that you know we carry in here that that I talk to people about from the athletic side that I really really enjoy. this first mm-hmm. one we've talked about is for the uh, chafing and blisters, yeah, but you've got some that affect cramping and other things. Can you talk about those?
2: yeah, um so I get calf cramps I have since I was a kid, and I, for for no explanation I've tried pickle juice, you know all this stuff. the best thing really is tailwind, which I think you carry mm-hmm. here um, but I made the so the the reason we got the mag balm for muscle cramping is you take an anti-chafing treatment and you add magnesium. Well, I had an EEG tech who came into the office and said, "Can you make this?" I'm like, "What is that?" It looks like lip balm. I'm like, "No, it's for migraine." They sell it in the downstairs pharmacy. It's fifteen bucks. I'm like, 15 bucks for that? I will sell you more." You know, right. so I, I make a two-ouncer of it with the magnesium in there, and uh, that became my go-to. I get migraines also. That get, became my go-to until we came up with the red ball, the recovery balm. Yeah. And magnesium is great. I mean, it's Americans are, I don't know if you knew this, Americans are chronically deficient in magnesium. I didn't know that. And I've used, I used to order mag levels on people, and I stopped because you can buy a year's supply of bioavailable mag for one blood test. So why waste the money? If you uh-huh. think it's low, treat it. Yeah. Right? And uh, we talked about this book, but uh, that transdermal is better than than oral. Mm -hmm. And, uh, really the mag chloride is the best transdermal, which is what we use. Mag. if you've done Epsom salt baths, that's mag sulfate. Okay. And there's also, um, uh, mag citrate is milk of magnesia. That's one of the side effects of magnesium is you can loosening of the stool. Well, if I have patients who say, well, I have constipation, I'm like, well, just do the oral mag. You'll be, you'll be fine. You'll absorb what you need. Mm -hmm. Um, and then there's, there's others out there as well, like mag glycinate, et cetera. But we, we did our, you know, we really boiled it down and did our homework, and that's how we came up with the mag. Was this EEG tech wanted it, and she liked it, and then I'm like, well, I'll try it, and I loved it. I loved it for my calf cramps, so I, yeah. I don't get them as often. Yeah.
1: Look, I've, I've told you this, this story. When we first met, and I'm being introduced to uh, Dr. Doug's, that kind of stuff, for 20 years I'm in college athletics, and every salesperson yeah. would walk in the door and tell me that they had the latest, greatest thing, and that I needed to. Use it on my athletes. And if I wasn't using it, I was going to be at a competitive disadvantage and, and so forth. So after a number of years of doing that and finding out that their sales pitch was really an awesome sales pitch because yeah. it didn't work the same way, you know, when we first started looking at this, I was like, oh, okay, well, let's, let's try this yeah. and see what happens.
2: Put him in competition with everybody else. Yeah.
1: And, and it's, and, and, and we wouldn't be sitting here today having this conversation. I wouldn't have invited you on, on, on this podcast to talk about this if I didn't believe in it. Yeah. Right. This is one of those things where, if you can, uh, if you have any of these issues, you have some blisters going on, you can try Body Glide. you can do those things, you can try the Vaseline. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of us don't run through the water uh, as much, and so that may not be an issue. If that works for you, great. You want some other things to, uh, if it's not working for you, we've got one for it. you've got one for them. Yeah. If they've got the cramping going on, they've got the migraines going on, they've got all these other Restless pieces. Restless
2: leg is the other mag thing, which isn't a trail training thing, but... Yeah, people wrestle restless. Yeah,
1: and there, there's so many. This, this stuff is is one of those things that you know I, I carry it in here intentionally. Mm-hmm. I don't, and you can see, you know, those of you that are listening, you can't see in here, but I, I carry four products in terms of the store in here from a nutrition side and a, in a recovery side. Dr. Doug's being one of those, yeah. um, and that's I don't, I won't put something in here no, just to, to have it's, it. It's something that if it doesn't work, I don't really care about it. Yeah, um, and this is for our listeners. If you haven't tried Dr. Doug's come on in, we've got samples here for you to try. We can chit-chat about it even more. It's it's one of those things that uh, when I first heard about it, I'm like, ah, oh, that sounds like a great sales story. It's not a sales story. It's, it's a real story that has been, as we've listened to this story, it's got the, the medical knowledge behind it. It's got the experience behind it. You've put this stuff through, and it just flat out works.
2: Well, so everyone knows what homeostasis is in this conversation, right? Yeah. So this is my belief system, going back, to being a prescriber the best medications like say you you need an antidepressant or you need insulin whatever it is it does not make you more or super right that's a pathology the best medications and if you say that equals treatments make you more of what you are so when people ask me about my products I tell them it doesn't turn back the clock, but it allows me to compete. It it doesn't make me younger, and it doesn't necessarily make me faster, but it does make me more of what I already am. And so, you know, when you bring people in here, that's what you do. You just try and make people a better version of themselves. And the, you know, if if the bomb gets people, you know, we can all do it 5K, 10K, but if you get that one little blister, it's the most miserable last two miles of your week. And so to not have that is, when people tell us these stories, we just, we love it. And it, you know, so we, sadly, in my line of work as a neurologist, we really don't hit the off switch and cure people. There are, on occasion, we do. Um, whereas with Dr. Duggs, we make, you know, we make people happy. We make people's problems go away and stay away. And that's why I'm here, is is with the PXP, Um, It was actually Jake. So Natalie's son, Jake, did it Mm -hmm. and he loved it. And I'm like, well, what am I missing? If Jake, who's a high school wrestler, if he thinks it's the be all end all, I need to check this out. And I came in and you were right. You said, take it easy today. Don't like ego train or anything like that. I mean, you did. I remember that. And uh, you were right. So I'm doing push-ups on my knees, but you know what you did was you were you're not anymore no no you got me you've you've, you've uh, let me out of the chute now yeah. but um i think what you do is similar to what we do we tell people start small right mm-hmm. like if you have two bad legs treat your bad one and if that works you'll know yeah that it's you have a comparison to compare it to right so when i walked out of here i think i had a, a run plan for later in that day you're like well you can go just don't don't let your ego train you, train to your body. Mm-hmm. And you're doing the same thing that my product does. Is go back to what, be a better version of yourself. Right. It doesn't make you Superman. It makes you a better version of who you are and what you are. Yeah. So that was a, I mean, I, I really enjoy it here. It's,
1: yeah and that's, if we look forward at, to it. Yeah, if we, if we combine this, we'll try to wrap this up or summarize some of this later. But like the, yeah, those listeners who have heard Previous podcasts, you know that we try to make your body work more efficient. Sometimes we've gotten habits that uh, aren't as efficient to our performance. And so we've got to uh, correct those. If we're a younger individual, uh, a lot of times we're doing motor learning. We're teaching those pieces. If you do things the right way and you build on those, you can do whatever you want, um, and be relatively pain free. There's still some soreness going to happen. Uh, basically Good work. Out. But it's there's, a good soreness. It's there's not there's an there's injury good. soreness. Because
2: yeah. you work those accessory muscles, which I was missing out on. And, you know, we, when when you reach a plateau, and I was on a rather long plateau, um, I needed something different. And uh,
1: this w- this was it for me. Yeah. So. And, and even if we do all those things, we're still going to get some of that good soreness sometimes. And sometimes it turns into that not great soreness. We get some cramping going on, or we get some blisters going on, that kind of stuff. Well, now we also have this to help bring us back into good homeostasis, to yep. help us back to that. continue continue the, the training that we wanna do, that we need to do to stay on track to achieve our goals. So yeah. it's been a, a great collaboration. I, I'm very thankful for uh, your son coming in and getting started on, on the, the class in here and then it yeah. pulling in you and your family and that kind of stuff. It was a great opportunity. I, I'm not a believer that things happen by accident. Um, all of our things that, that we do, that our experiences, you know, they happen for a reason. We may not see it but it's been one of those things that your products have helped everyone in here continue to do what they want to do
0: yeah, yeah my question I Go ahead. that i have doug is you said you went to the university of texas right correct why are you in indiana
2: so <laughs> i grew up in shelbyville yeah and so i uh, graduated shelbyville high school and went to iu straight out okay. of high school and then i I was cutting through the student union one day, and these guys in really crisp uniforms said, what's your story? You look pretty fit. Mm-hmm. And I got recruited into the military. And so I left Indiana and lived in Pensacola and did some training. I was in Quantico, Virginia. Um, for That was a, a different part of the military. And then when I went to see, I told you that story, I wanted to work on my grades to go to medical school. And so I went to the university. I went to Texas A and M, and I was an ROTC instructor. And I got a graduate degree in, in genetics, and uh, got my grades up. Applied to medical. It sounds really easy when you say it fast like that. Got my grades up. Got into medical school, and then came back to Indiana because it's closer to family.
1: It was a long way to get there, but it's a, it's an arduous story. So, so, being a Big Ten alumnus myself, what you're saying is that the standards at IU were really high. And you had to go to a different school. Correct, in, I couldn't get in, in at Texas. I yes. uh, didn't have the same rigor that we, Not we have Texas. Yeah. You
2: know, if you took the <laughs> entire population of Indiana and moved them to Texas, they would fit right in. You know? They because they're just they're you know the type of people in, in Texas that'll pull over and help you change your tire, mm-hmm. or you know it's it's a it's a wonderful state. I lo- absolutely love living in Texas, and that's really for my kids. That you know my my daughters, <clears throat> that's home for them. That's where they were the. The only blonde kid on a team, you know, here everybody's blonde, right? So they were the only blonde kid on a South Texas girls' soccer team. And uh, they absolutely loved it. And there was a lot of culture shock when they moved up here. And then I said, just get, get, just kind of get to know Mm -hmm. the community a little bit. And now they're, you know, they're all in. But it's, you know, been, that that was a good,
1: safe, politically correct answer to my question of saying that. (laughs) <laughs> IU standards are so much higher. They than are. They there we go. We got it on this. Yeah, I think it was an out of stater too, so it <laughs>
2: would have been more expensive. Texas is very veteran-friendly. Being a veteran, they had you know lower tuition. But I was a Texas state resident and. Uh, and so I would, have, I would have had to pay out-of-state tuition.
1: So that's my excuse. So our, our friends in Texas, we still love you very much. But, you yeah. know, being up here in Indiana, we've got to push a little bit.
2: The hard part for me is when – when because so, I'm, I'm a big fan of Purdue also. My dad's a Purdue grad. My older brother, I talked about him. He's a Purdue grad. So the IU-Purdue game, I'm a, I'm a huge Purdue fan. Oh, I'm right. one of the rare IU people who says, look, you know, we got all the banners, but you guys have all the astronauts. Like, to me, that's impressive. Sure, absolutely. And so and and so, I don't have as much angst with that game as I do with Texas A&M and Texas. Mm-hmm. That, I really struggle with that game because I, I, I hate to say it. I'm an Aggie, and Aggie's <laughs> kind of like the Purdue of Texas. It's uh-huh. an engineering school, and farmers, and that's one of their cheers, farmers fight, farmers fight. And uh, and uh, you know medical school in the University of Texas is is for any people who have done an undergrad or something and then gone to a upper grad somewhere else it changes your perspective a little bit mm-hmm. but I do love it when I see a Hook'em Horns bumper sticker too yeah that's so, what I was wondering
0: because I was wondering if you were a, a Longhorn fan or what you were. it looks I, like
2: I, not like I you Purdue. All Purdue I am a yeah I am a I am a I, I just love watching the old Southwest mm-hmm. Conference play. But.
0: That's all right. Well, do you have um, a favorite one that you use that you want to give to listeners? Miracle bomb. The miracle bomb Mm -hmm. is your favorite as well. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We get that from a lot of women because women have more uh, hot spots Mm -hmm. because they wear sports bras, and so you and I don't think about having something tight around our chest unless we wear a heart monitor, Mm -hmm. and so we have some female trail people out there, and they they love the OMB Mm -hmm. for their um, underwire or whatever it is, and their Harness if they were harnessed yep. with a yep. camelback. And
1: yeah. it, it if you've got any blister issues, it, it's chafing. one of those chafing issues. It just works. Yeah, uh, I've used I've used Vaseline. I've used the, the body glide. Uh, Use that as well. Uh, the body, the the spray body glide. The the rub on. The roll on of body glide, and they just don't last. You now they just don't stay there. And, yeah, and I think we got I got disgust. lucky on the.
2: The combination of the way I leveled things out with, with because it does apply very clean. Yeah. And uh, doesn't stain your gear. That's a Yeah,
1: they're all good for the first you know, hour. And, and, yeah. <laughs> but that, then all the of sudden, things have, you know, sweat's gotten there, heat's gotten there, it's, it's done whatever it's supposed to be done, and it's gone. And you yeah. can you know, stop at an aid station, reapply it, or just use Dr. Doug's and be done.
2: Yeah. Well, the owner and CEO, President, Grand Poobah Dr. Doug's, and Natalie, she blew up her for you not listening. I wish I'd taken pictures. We didn't know we would be oh, here someday. Oh boy, you're gonna be in trouble, dude. Yeah, I know. And uh, <laughs> so I put that on there and uh, one of my office staff was doing this with us. And it's like, well, you'll be fine. And I think she got through it, but now she became a believer. That's why we are. And that's why she said, I think you should sell this. And I said, they don't teach you that in medical school. I don't know what you're
1: talking about. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <laughs> at least they don't, know, at the University of Texas, they might yeah, not do yeah, so, yeah, you They
0: well, that's where I went, so I
1: don't know. Yeah, well Doug, well Doug, thank you for sharing your story. Ah, and and whole here. background. This is have me back. For sometime. our listeners to me, if if you haven't tried it, stop in. You know, let's we've got some samples here of things. Um try out the miracle bomb, try out some of the magnesium, some of the recovery. Um We should have
2: Natalie shoot you a coupon code
0: and like Oh, that? did you hear all that, guys? We might get a coupon code.
1: Hand going down. So, I don't know. We'll take See, <laughs> yeah, Natalie's here. In the,
0: um, show notes. If we if we get a coupon code, I'll put it in the show notes for you guys.
1: But you're only going to get it if you start uh, liking and, and commenting on this.
0: Yeah, to see the show notes, you have to click on the podcast and look at the more notes option.
1: You know, that's a standard now. It's not like it's a paywall. Just...
0: <laughs> no, it's not. Exactly. It's free. Um, well, Doug, you're not done yet. Um, like I like to do. Um, I like to start competition in here, just like Paul does. Um, so we're going to have our fun question segment, we're going to do some <laughs> trivia here. Um, I don't know if you've listened to other podcasts, but I think yeah. I think you're one and I, one. Have I, you lost I'm, one? Or are no, you two no, and I, I'm undefeated. You're undefeated? undefeated. He's undefeated. So See, me too. You might be. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. So you might be the first one to take him down. We're going no, to just, we're we're put
1: a blemish right. on that. Zero wins,
0: zero losses is what I'm saying. I'm going to hide the answers I'm, from you guys. I'm victorious and undefeated <laughs> both. There you go. All right. Okay, I look at the camera. Question like one: here. We're gonna have five questions. Okay. Um, what is the name of the world's largest ocean? Pacific. Yep. Nope. He got
2: it. Oh, so um, it's a is a beep in. No, so just, yeah. So yeah. So I'm okay.
0: sorry. Answer. Um, answer as soon as you know okay. the um, question so, or so, the answer So stressful to question. now. <laughs> yep. So if you know it, shout it out. Okay. We have a bomb for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Who was the first woman pilot to fly solo across the Atlantic? Amelia Earhart. Correct. Oh, I was going to say Beryl Markham. All right. Here it comes. Come back. Don't call it a comeback. Okay. You have to get these next three to win. or Well, yeah, you have to get these next three to win. So I, Look up Beryl Markham, though. B-E-R-Y-L Markham. B-E-R-Y-L Markham. Okay. Listeners, you can do that. What was the first soft drink in space? Coca Cola? Correct. Oh! Rally. Uh, Got my rally hat
2: on. Here we go. I'm, I'm giving him a go. shot. I'm giving him a you shot. Him a yeah, you, that was a gimme. <laughs> All
0: right. Question four Which country invented ice cream? This was crazy. France? Nope. Mm. Country? Sweet. Sweden? Nope. I would say, oh, it is over on the Asian continent. Oh, China. Yep, that is correct.
2: I was like scrolling uh, through this my is for
0: all the marbles. All right, so this one is this one's a sports question. I was scrolling through my Rolodex on that. One. Um <laughs> This is going to be an over under, okay? So you'll both get you'll both get a chance to get it right actually. So we could have a tie here. This is like the price is um, right. yeah, almost. Um So, how many points did Michael Jordan score in his first NBA game? Over under 20. I'll give you guys that. Over, under, 20 points. Jordan, the first game? Michael Jordan. I'm going with over. Doug says over, and you say over. Okay, so you're both wrong. (laughs) So that was a tie. I'm going to give you an option Well, because we need a winner because I don't like ties. Um, Winner, chicken dinner. So it's under. I'll say it's between, between 10 to 20 points, and I'll give you both and whoever gets closest without going over, Will win. So between 10 to 20 points is how many he scored in his first game. Um, whoever's closest without going over will win. 14. 14?
2: This morning? Oh. So here's the thing the tactical play is to
0: say 15. I think it's 17. You're going to go 17?
2: No, I'm going to say 15 because I get the top five <laughs> and he gets 14 below.
0: So you went 15? Yeah, I'll go with 15. You're, go. you're correct. You, well, so it was 16. It was 16 okay. points. So that was the spot. Why didn't say 17? Yeah, exactly. So we, you have your first out. Oh, there we so go. your first out. Way to go. Yeah. Dr. Yeah, Doug for win. goes wild. All right. Well, thank you, Doug, once again, for presenting your story. Um, I do want to go into our shout out segment, though. Um, I have a couple shout outs I want to go with. One to Iron Mom H2, um, she left a five star rating on the, on the Apple. Um, podcast app and left a re, um, a really nice review as well so shout out to you iron mom h2 and then also to bill gustin for helping me carry the table over today because <laughs> <laughs> for those of you that don't know carrying this table is not easy it's probably the hardest thing we do on this podcast sounds, um,
1: sounds like we need to add that to some of the weight
0: training yeah that we're doing. yes yeah, that's what we do for sure um, anybody you want to shout out paul not
1: this week nothing yeah. everybody's doing a great job okay
0: Doug, anybody you want to shout out? Family, friends?
2: Um, You know, if you're looking for something to do, look up uh, Joe Decker, D-E-C-K-E-R, and Gut Check Fitness. Shout out to Joe. Joe's kind of
0: kept my fitness alive uh, until I came here. There we go. Shout out to Joe. Check him out, like Doug said. Um, And that's it, everyone. So thank you again for listening to another episode of the PXP Let's Talk Success podcast, joined by Dr. Doug this time. Hey, everyone. It's Dre here. I just wanted to say thank you all for being patient with us and listening to the podcast. We greatly appreciate all your feedback and welcome it as always. Don't forget to send me your questions so I can get those to Paul. We haven't had any in a while, so I just wanted to remind everyone. Lastly, we just ask that you leave a review, like, and share the podcast with your family and friends. Thank you all so much. We'll catch you on the next episode.